Zero. TJ back with you. Clown X. Having a horrible show today. We've made at least a dozen mistakes, probably more. We're going to try to rectify that here in the final hour by bringing on some class. Dude, as like we that's welcome different than now. any other day. Uh, that's true. Average Thursday or Wednesday, one of the two. We welcome in now Andrew Monaco, play-by-play voice of the Texas A&M Aggies. Good morning, Andrew. So you're calling me in to save the show yep. today? Is that what you're That's saying? Right. We're going to the dependable right-hander out of the bullpen to save the show today. <laughs> exactly Good right. Good morning, my friend. <laughs> Man, you I got to thinking about it. Uh, you might have the best job in America from the interviewing coaches aspect. I mean, Jimbo, <laughs> Petrino, Schlossnagel, you got quite the stable down there, man. Buzz Williams. Buzz. I do. Toby, I, I, you, you know what? It's funny you say that. We were talking about that, and, and I, I was in the conversation with someone about that, that uh, all three of them, you get to, as, as you know, we, we do it all the time. We either talk to them during the week in their offices, or we talk to them at shoot-around, or we talk before first pitch. You also get the coaches' shows. Toby, I learned so much from all of them. It's amazing. To me, it's almost a master class in that sport. But you also learn about life with them. I, I, uh, thank you for saying that. I am, I am, I am truly blessed to be able to work uh, with some f- f- phenomenal coaches. Andrew, one of the guys, Teej, uh, that does all the sports. He does baseball for uh, Texas A&M as well and does an outstanding job. I love hearing him call baseball. We're talking football, though, today. So tell me about Petrino and how this has worked so far. How do you see it working once the season gets going? I mean, it's it's a couple of really big personalities that that have to uh, you know share offensive duties here. You know, Toby, I've I've been thinking about this, and we didn't see a lot in the spring. There there wasn't a lot that we saw, but talking with players as they were coming through for media day and. Uh, a lot of the offensive players are very excited about what Bobby Petrino has brought to this offense. It's, it's going to be, there's going to be similarities. Uh, you know, you can only win in the Big 12 if you have – you've got to have the skill guys. I get it. But you have to protect the skill guys, right? So it's got to be guys with the hands in the dirt, as Jimbo Fisher always says. So uh, offensive line is going to be a premium. And I'm excited because it's the a second year for the Aggies under Steve Adazio as the offensive line coach. And the defensive line coach to have Elijah Robinson on this staff is, is exciting. Uh, and to me, more than anything, the players have said, look, there's going to be a lot more motion. And obviously with the way college football is going, 
there's got to be a little bit more tempo to this. But I also think there's going to be times that late in the game, if the Aggies are uh, up by a touchdown, get the ball with five minutes back, the opponent's not going to get the ball back. I think you're still going to see those principles of, of, of Jimbo Fisher. What surprises me about where all of this, and, and maybe it is the personalities, I, I don't know, but what surprised me about all this is Jimbo Fisher has been in this role before as Bobby Petrino, if this makes sense. This yeah. is what he did with Bobby Bowden at Florida State. Yeah. Isn't this what he did with Nick Saban at LSU? Like, he was the coordinator with the head coach. I think it's more of, does he become more of the CEO? But everyone's expecting this to be something completely different. I don't know if that's going to be, there's going to be wrinkles, but I don't know if it's going to be completely different. But I do know the offensive players for Texas A&M are very excited about what Bobby Petrino will uh, install along with Jimbo Fisher. Do you like their chances of getting better quarterback play this year? Yeah, absolutely. I Toby, I truly believe that they are deeper and more talented in every position. Uh, Connor Wigman, uh, you know, last year, not a good year. I'm not even going to try to sugarcoat that. And a lot of baptism by fire. But I think a lot of the players who had to play last year because of injuries liked playing, were confident they could play, and realized they belonged in the SEC. And I think Connor Wigman is one of those guys. And, and I'm not – I'm not convinced that he's the guy. I say it this way. Max Johnson isn't just going to give him that job. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I like that there's going to be competition in every spot in the fall. I don't think there's anything that's guaranteed for, for any of these players that they're going to get pushed. They, I don't think Jimbo has ever had more talent than he's had at, at Texas a and and, and talking about experience, which they lacked last year, the injuries – last year came back and, and bit them. But to go out and recruit and use the transfer portal, they're deeper at wide receiver. They're going to miss Devon H8 in the backfield for sure now that he's in Miami. But they're deeper at running back. I think this offensive line is going to be better to have Bryce Foster back. Uh, an all-SEC center is, is huge. And I think the defensive line is really going to set the tone for this defense. I'm excited. I'm excited because you have maturity coming back. You have experience coming back. You have leadership coming back. I think the right guys came back for an extra year here at Texas A&M. I want to get to the defense, but one more offensive question. You mentioned A-Chain is now uh, with the Miami Dolphins. Five, the, the Reuben Owens kid comes in with all kinds of hoopla. Do you feel like he's going to be the man right away? Who he sure sound really mature when we talk to him when he came through and understands what he has to do. <laughs> Toby, you know why I hesitate? I love all the excitement about recruits. But what's going to happen once? <laughs> yeah. Are they going to belong or not belong? And, and I'm not saying that about – I say that about all the guys. And there are some freshmen who just absolutely are eye-popping. And there are others you're saying, well, he's not there yet. Get there in a couple of years. I think he's one of those guys who can do it right now. I look at the size and the speed and and – a lot of times, Toby, for me, it's what are the teammates saying? And even all the other kids in that running back room are raving about Reuben Owens. And he's got a lot. The, the help is going to come from Le'Veon Moss, who has a year under his belt. It's going to come from Amari Daniels, who was the backup last year to Von Chain. It's going to come from Ernest Crownover, who came back for an, an extra year. 
when those guys are raving about a running back, that really, that really says something to me. And, and you have to have that. You, uh, that's the thing. I don't know if this team has been as explosive in the past as they have a chance to be this year. I think Ruben Owens gives them that chance. Got to have that home run hitter right in the backfield. If you yeah. don't, uh, it, it makes it a little bit easier uh, for the defense. Okay, defensive line, loaded with talent, that highly recruited talent, like you mentioned, struggled against the run last year. Uh, what makes you think they'll be better this year? I like McKinley Jackson being back on that, on that D line. I, uh, Toby, I made the mistake in the past with a guy, Bobby Brown, uh, who's now with the Rams, and, and I said, pardon me for saying this, but let me finish my sentence. I said the defensive tackles are the most unsexy position in football. No one cares about them until you start making the play. And now you see the Aaron Donalds of the world making money, right? So obviously the NFL understands that, yeah, it may be unsexy, but we're going to pay those guys, those cloggers. I think it's that experience they have coming back. I think McKinley Jackson coming back and being healthy is huge with a little bit to prove. I think he's got a little bit of his chip on the shoulder because the injuries have, have knocked him down. That, the way it sets up to have those guys in the middle, I really think this D-line, the size and that speed, you go back, whether it was Bobby Brown, whether it was Justin Matabike, they always had someone there in the middle and allow someone to really rush on that edge. And that can be Fadil Diggs, and that can be LT Overton. It might be one of the linebackers. They may go to that Jack linebacker uh, that a lot of teams are going with as well because they have that kind of – I just love the, the athleticism now on that defensive line. I heard Jimbo in his office talk with a, a former coach. They coached together at Auburn. He was a GA. He's now a scout with the Ravens. And Jimbo was talking about Justin Matabike and about Twitch. And I said, Jimbo, I've never heard Twitch used with a defensive lineman. And now you do. And that's what I think the Aggies have up front. And, and my partner is Dave Elmendorf and, played here at Texas A&M and with the Rams and with the fearsome force and with the Rams. And he is not shy, this safety, to always talk about how that offense, excuse me, that defensive line, that front four can help the back seven. I just think that talent that they have, that front four, may be a difference. They may be able to dominate up front. I think that's going to be a big key for this, for this defense. And I think a second year under DJ Durkin is going to help. Um, very, a lot of these guys, it was Mike Elko, then to DJ Durkin. There are some similarities. DJ can be very aggressive, and this defense loves playing for him, and it's going to be very interesting to see what they do in year number two. I think they have more pieces than they had last season. I'm going to put you on the spot here. Give me a pick to click, and I'm sure this is somebody whose name you've already mentioned, but an Aggie who is going to emerge as a star this year. Hmm. Either side of the ball. Uh, uh, I, I, I really think it's going to be a, a wide receiver, and, and I think it might be a Noah Thomas who's yep. in his second season, bigger, stronger. I, I'm he- I don't want to hesitate because Evan Stewart was good, but I think Evan can be a breakout, and I love Moose Muhammad um, and Anaya Smith. Like, I'm, I'm giving you too many, too many names right there. Uh, defensively, Mm, Bryce Anderson, I think, becomes the Antonio Johnson on the defensive side as that nickel, that impact nickel, who probably had to play more snaps than he had to play last year. But one of those guys, <laughs> I like this. I, I, I belong here. I, I can do that. 
I, that's what I think is going to be fun is we could, we could have a number of guys do that for the Aggies this season. Uh, the schedule is always tough in the SEC. You never get a light draw. But because of what happened last year, because there's a little percolating heat, or maybe a lot of percolating heat, that week two trip to Miami feels really big. Agree? I, I do agree. I absolutely do agree. Uh, and you're right about the schedule. Uh, the thing that gets me is I, I know they were I know they were five and seven last year. Everything seemed to be a one score game, and there's that fine line. And you t- we talked that you you led you led with the coaches. It's so funny. Buzz might say something that I'll use with Jimbo, and Jimbo might say something that I'll use with Schloss. And it's the fine line between winning and losing. That fine line. They found a way to beat Miami last year. It wasn't an exciting game, but they made the plays. But they could not keep that momentum. And I really thought it could change. The App State loss was disappointing, yet they bounced back that next week against Miami. Now to go to South Florida, a Miami team now the second year under Mario Cristobal. Yeah, we're always excited when we see the non-conference matchups until you actually have to play those teams, right? I think I think it's going to be interesting. I think Miami will be improved under under the second season. I think that is a big matchup, and I love the test because it gets you ready, because two weeks later you dive right into SEC play with with Auburn. Finally, um, finger on the pulse of Aggie fans. Have we slowly embraced that Texas and, to a lesser extent, Oklahoma is coming into the conference (laughs) next year, or are we still upset about it? Uh, let's see. Uh, on the Texas side, Toby, let's be honest. I think we're kind of waiting for Texas to say you guys were right all along, and that's never <laughs> going to happen. You, you want an <laughs> apology. <laughs> <laughs> no, we have accepted it. I, I think what's interesting, Toby, is I think if this was uh, 2012, this isn't the same school that, that went into the SEC in 2012. You know what I mean? So they've had, a, they've had an opportunity, especially on the, on the football side to grow and morph into an SEC-style team. But uh, I think there's some excitement to it. I really do. Uh, but I also think there's, there's, there's a little eye-rolling that goes on as well going, uh, you know, uh, not, just, not just Texas, but we, all the things in the Big 12, the Baylors and the Techs, they were mad. The, I, I guess they finally took down the billboards that Baylor put up because of that uh, about, about leaving. Uh, but no, it was they all the right move for it was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're going to find that out this year, right? They're all, they're all oh, going to yeah, get their that, last swipe. Uh, it's at, it's at both three years of hate. Yeah, they all hate us. It's, it's, it, it, it was the right move for Texas A&M, and I'm going to say it's the right move for Oklahoma. It's the right move for Texas and the SEC. What a, what a power, and uh, I think you're absolutely going to uh, in, enjoy it. I, I really do, and uh, looking forward to it. But, again, let, let's just crank up, a, you know, a rivalry, and I'm hoping that A&M and Oklahoma play more than what I'm hearing when it comes to these schedules, when it comes to football, but I'm so glad we're going to um, more of this, not so much pods, but to play more of these teams. Toby, we've never been to Kentucky. We played Georgia just once. Uh, I'm, I'm glad in football we're going to be seeing more and more of these schools. Best and I lied. One more question. Best and worst visiting radio booths in the SEC. Give me a hint at what I'm in <laughs> wait, for wait, Wait, wait a second, football or yeah. baseball? F- football, or... football. We'll talk baseball later. Football. Best okay. and worst uh, visiting football radio booth. I'm not thrilled with Missouri. I'm going to tell you that right now. Have you been to Missouri? It's yeah, great I've, been, I've been on the sidelines of Missouri. I haven't been there. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it's not, a, it's not a great – good people. Really love the people. 
That's not a great booth. Overall, mo- oh, oh gosh, Toby, I'm sorry. Auburn, you're in the end zone. <laughs> I knew it was coming to Auburn, yeah. <laughs> Rod, Rod, Rod Bramblett, Rod Bramblett, God rest his soul. Uh, when that happened and they couldn't t- change that, met me at the elevator and apologized to me all the way up as he brought me into the booth. And Andy Burcham does the same thing every time I go there. I can't believe I've waited that long to do that one. It's going to be Auburn. You're going to hate it. All right. Oh, I'm looking. We go. We go to. We go to Auburn, right? Teach year one. No. Yes. Yeah, I think we do. I should know that. Andrew Monaco, voice of the Aggies. Andrew, thanks, bud. You're always great. Appreciate it. Pleasure, my friend. Thank you. All right, there you go. Texas A&M at number 22. TJ, uh, he said this is not the same Texas A&M as it was in 2012. I'm looking at their record year by year. <laughs> what, you couldn't smart off when he was on the phone? I think it's the same, it's Texas, the same A&M. Texas A&M. That's like, uh, who's the Billy, uh, Billy, uh, what's his name that covers A&M? Lucci. Lucci. Billy Lucci coming out the other day talking about how Texas was prepared for the move to the SEC, but Oklahoma is light years away from being prepared. Uh, One reason that they're not prepared is they've been playing in the Big 12, to which I said, hasn't Texas been playing in the Big 12? (laughs) At a much worse level. (laughs) Right. So... Uh, Since Texas and Texas A&M like telling you every year, we aren't what you thought we were. We're better now. Since 2000, here are the losses per season for A&M. Now, in midway through this, they moved from one conference to another. Okay, five. This is the number of losses each year. Five, four, six, eight, five, six, four, six, eight, seven, four, six, two. Four five 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 six four five one four seven. They had two years in there, 2012, and that was the first year in the SEC, right? And 2020, the COVID year, the COVID year, <laughs> where they lost less than four games. Every other year since 2000, they've lost at least four games. Well, that's what they games. are. They are a three to five loss team, if not more, every year. Like that's what they are. I guess the losses have just come against better competition. I guess it's what, uh, what the uh, uh, deputy, deputy uh, droopy dog said. Yeah, yeah, that they just want to lose to better teams. I do like. I, I, I mean, don't get me wrong, but Andrew Monaco's uh, head coaches down there are Jimbo, Buzz, and Schloss. It sounds like a. Sounds like the uh, next Toy Story. Toy Story, yeah, part five. Jimbo, Buzz, and Schloss go on a great adventure. 821, we'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. R.K. Blatt brings you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show. Been doing it since 1952, helping your small business out there. Fax, printer, copier, scanner, document management. They are wonderful people. Great customer service. They'll keep you organized, online, and connected. 405-943-9800 or rkblatt.com. You've only got a few hours here. Are you going to get your act together? You've got a coach's luncheon to host today. This could be a very interesting luncheon, folks. 
What a train wreck you are. Now, Welcome offensive coordinator John Libby, everybody. <laughs> I hope you do mess that up now. Actually, I hope you mess up uh, Roof when you introduce him. <laughs> Call him Tommy or something. <laughs> what'd you just call me um and what'd you remember last year i said something about man you got a great voice and yeah. he's like okay. okay all right yeah okay whatever <laughs> moron um things that you uh the whole world was talking about that uh you do not know about yeah you thought it was the teddy Lehman video i said that was not it uh you do know about the ufo hearings yesterday right no i do not fill um, me in uh Whistleblower, whistleblower. That was a intelligence officer for the uh, Air Force. Mm-hmm. Now giving up the secrets that uh, yes, there are aliens. Yes, the government does know about it. Yes, they do have alien crafts uh, stored and hidden away from people that they do not uh, know exist, but they do exist. Uh, humans have been killed and taken out by alien life form. Mm. Uh, another of the uh, retired Air Force. Uh, this is all under oath, by the way. Uh, another U.S. Uh, Air Force uh, gentleman said that uh, their spacecraft is much more developed than ours, and they can do things that we cannot possibly do. So if it does come to uh, a war or something like that, they We're are done. much more advanced than us. Their their spacecrafts can go up, down, in, out, forward, back, that ours just are not capable of doing. So uh, that was going on all day yesterday. Um, I believe it. Yeah. I... Uh... There's too many stars, too many galaxies, too many uh, places out there for there not to be something. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm on. I'm in. I don't know why they go to war with us. I don't know why everybody's always worried about aliens going to war with us. Like we haven't done anything to anybody. We wake up and it's like it's Wednesday. Hello, good morning. <laughs> maybe they, maybe they come visit and say hi and say, man, look at this place. It's interesting. What can we learn from you? But why would they come in and just blow everything up? That make any sense. <laughs> um, apparently, uh, there has been some violence. Where, where are we uh, where, uh, keeping all this stuff? Is it, is it Area 51? He said, uh, what did he say? There was different things that he answered, and some of it was he didn't know, like in his investigation and the work that he did with the government, there was a couple of things that he didn't know details to that they, they even kept from him, and then there was Maybe it was the aircraft that he says, I know exactly where it's at, but I am unable to say right now. What was the point of this right hearing? Why, why did Congress want oh, this because out I, in the I, public? I, like I said, he became a whistleblower, started coming out with this stuff publicly and talking about it and going on news shows and stuff and saying, look, I, I did this investigation and I worked with the government. And I'm former Air Force Intelligence. I, uh, I think there's things being kept from the public that they need to know, and so Congress called him in, you know, and they had their little sit-down yesterday, and mm. so well, I, I think that's what all led to it. Yeah. Uh, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text Thanks for line. helping me uh, teach. That That is what's the whole world talking about that yeah. Toby yeah. is oblivious to. Uh, you need to go and just check out what's trending on Twitter. Pull it together. Trending on Twitter or X or whatever it is. How do I see what's trending on there? Uh, like, uh, when you go to the little search thing, the little microscope or the little uh, magnifying glass, I mean, and then it'll say trending and it'll tell you the top trending topics around the country right then. So mine just pops up the last things I've searched for. 
Yeah, let me see here. Let me make sure I'm telling you right. Mm-hmm. Click on the magnifying glass. Magnifying yeah, right there glass. it says search Twitter, and right under it says for you, trending, news, sports, entertainment, hit trending. And then it says uh, number one trending Twitter. right trending. now, hashtag okay, Thursday morning. Hashtag Thursday go. vibes. National Intern Day. I don't want to know any of these things. Right, Tyler Childers. He's making Brees a big Hall. Bump, uh, jump. And none of that interests me. Yeah. I see nothing about UFOs last year, on here. Last year, uh, oh, last, year la- last night or yesterday, it was UFO hearings, so right. you missed out. Okay. Uh, Mac and Jimbo, back-to-back days. You should 100% have Tyler call in and do both interviews. <laughs> Jay and Medill. That would have been good. Yeah, we overworked him. He had to take a nap today. <laughs> Cherokee I love Sooners. The guy, thank you, the guy that called or texted yesterday. That's not That's Mac actually Brown. Tyler. That's Tyler. You're not fooling me. <laughs> I'm on to you and your alien life forms. Uh, Cherokee Sooner says Jimbo and Petrino make it three games before having a rumble. I think that's oh, possible. Man. I wish. Maybe there is, but I, 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 it would be such a great year to have like a college 30 for 30. Or like, you know, hard knocks. Texas A&M hard knocks this year would be amazing. Oh, that would be fun. Uh, Granite Sooner says, along the lines of T-Row spotting his son in a taco suit yesterday, I went to Fort Hood to see my son. His unit was getting back from training, all in camo, carrying gear and weapons. Spotted my son about 100 yards uh, out of the way. He walked, verified by the big grin on his face when he spotted Mama getting out of the car. Aww. How sweet is that? How sweet is that? Helping uh, protect us and yeah, those are exactly uh, the still same a mama's things, boy. By the way, my yeah. son in a taco outfit. <laughs> exactly right. Another kid in camo carrying yeah. gear and weapons, defending yeah. the country. Your kid's Peas running in a taco a suit. Yep. <laughs> Separated at birth. Uh, uh, that guy that thinks Taco Casa is the best has no sense of taste, smell, or sight. That's what this texture says. Wow. Did they offer up an alternative? Did not. Did not. Don't you think with all the attention on David Stone, he may stir the pot just so he gets to tell everyone where he's going instead of crystal balls and future casting telling everyone? Maybe. I don't know. They're kids. Who knows? I don't know. Biggest homer I've heard from in a long time. He likes the recruiting process. I don't even want to say he likes the attention because that seems like a negative thing to say about someone. I think he likes the recruiting process and social media's aspect in it, and he's having fun with it. And uh, so I don't hate him for that. He, he's made it entertaining. I, I hope he ends up picking Oklahoma, but we'll see. I don't know what his announcement's going to be today, but I highly doubt it's an, a commitment announcement. What did this guy say? Uh, something about a homer? Biggest homer I've heard in a long time. Going back How to your dare interview. you talk to me that way? <laughs> oh, they were talking about Andrew Monica? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I'm, with, I'm with the texter. I, it really bothers me. These over-the-top, always optimistic play-by-play guys. <laughs> yes. I can't stand You don't it. know any of those. No. Yeah. yeah. Rubs me the Would wrong way. Would not be you. Would not be you. Uh mm. This says, oops, wrong text line, so I have to see what's the above text here. Oh, it's another thing that went on uh, across the country yesterday that everyone was talking about that Here's you don't know about Here's another edition probably. of what's the whole world uh, talking about that Toby is oblivious Is he going here? Then it's got a picture of the uh, announcement yesterday from French's Mustard and Skittles that they are combining for a mustard Skittles, mustard-flavored Skittles, which I need to get my hands on. 
because I love French's mustard. We've established that over the years. Does that sound good to you? I'm curious about it. I'm curious about That's, it. This is a joke. No, it's a real thing for National Mustard Day. Um, I went online, and you can like sign up to get free packets of it, but then they started asking for a bunch of information, and I figured aliens were going to show up at my house and UFOs, and I said, I'm not feeling all this information. Now, just give me a packet of mustard uh, Skittles. So... Skittles official Twitter page introducing French's mustard Skittles. Literally, literally everyone has been asking for these, and now they're here. Want some? Visit at French's to find out how you can get your own pack. Yeah. See, the whole that world's talking about terrible. it. Where were you yesterday? Jeez. I was in Duncan eating Taco Tico. The rest of the world's talking about UFOs and mustard Following Skittles. Following my daughter on a golf course. <laughs> They'll sting to the Reds, get shut out by the Brewers. <laughs> right. you got to pay attention, Toby. I got out of the car, and I had the uh, Reds on my phone. So I'm listening to them. They just started right before I got out of the car. It was an afternoon game yesterday. So when I unplugged, it kept playing just on my phone. You, you with me here? Yes, I'm with you. We get out of the car, and the Reds game still playing on my phone. We start walking toward the clubhouse, and Chloe's like, Dad, are you going to be playing the Reds game out on the golf course the whole way? I was like, no, I'll mute it. Don't worry about it. I'm going to turn down. The-. She was really worried that everyone was going to hear her dad watching the Reds while she's out there playing golf. 8.36. We'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. We had a 1-1 draw in the Women's World Cup last night, U.S. and the Netherlands. Looking good for the U.S. to advance. They have one more pool play game against Portugal. Uh, I think a win or a draw in that one, and they will be through. But uh, had to rally last night. They were down one nothing. Got a, a second-half goal to tie it up. It got chippy, too, and uh, that was fun. Uh, all right, TJ, anything else on the text line there before we get out? <laughs> no, must be, sorry. Must be sorry. a yes. I just got a text from Chris I'm laughing at. Chris Plank? You know, Plank's, you know, doing his show from uh, the location of the coach's luncheon. And he just oh, okay. sent, sent me a text. Uh, apparently he's locked out, and he goes, there's pirate stuff everywhere. I go, didn't they tell you to dress like a pirate? <laughs> <laughs> So he may or may not be with us for the crossover. We'll see. He may be by phone. We'll we'll see. Um, aliens do exist. How else do you explain? Uh, uh, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. How else do you explain some of the reactions on this show? Yeah, good point. Good uh, point. The question we all need to know: Are the aliens SEC ready? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. A lot of them are uh, on the Paul Feinbaum show. That's where they that communicate with correct. each other. That's their central hub of communication. <laughs> I am your leader. My ears are antennas. Hey, you can't say that about what? Paul. I hey, didn't say that. You've been really rude today, Who just like the that? video you sent me earlier that I can't Hang talk on about second. on air. Hang on. You're saying I can't say Paul Feinbaum has big ears? No. That's not allowed in today's world. All right. I won't say it then. Massive ears, more like it. Big ears. Come on. Uh, Question, Toby. 
Go ahead. Is OU Texas the SEC's greatest rivalry starting in 2024? Okay, here's how I always answer that question. I haven't been to all of them. I haven't been to Auburn, Alabama, Florida, Georgia. I haven't been, you know, taking it outside the SEC. I haven't been to Ohio State, Michigan, Army, Navy, Yankees, Red Sox, all of them. So I can't unequivocally say that OU Texas is the best rivalry. However, I do believe that the OU Texas game, the what is it called now? The Red River rivalry again, right? Red the River OU Texas game is the greatest single game in American sports. I think that the pageantry, the uniqueness of the setting, the history, all that goes into the greatest single game in American sports is the OU Texas game every year. And that's the correct answer, yes. Does that mean it's a better rivalry than Michigan-Ohio State or Auburn-Alabama or whatever? Those those aren't neutral sites played in the middle of a fair with a waving cowboy and a Ferris wheel and a cow on one end and a horse on the other with a golden hat being played for. All that stuff, all of that stuff doesn't exist in those other rivalries. Are the rivalries better? Yankees-Red Sox is a great rivalry. But one game on one day, we don't do it better in America than OU Texas. No. That's my answer. No, that's that's the correct answer. SEC or not, it's it's the best rivalry game in the world. Now, going into this conference, others will argue with you, and they have an argument. Alabama-Auburn fans will tell you theirs is best. Uh, Georgia-Florida will tell you uh, theirs is best. So, they'll be other schools and fan bases that argue with you on that. But regardless of the conference, that's the correct answer, what you just gave. It's it's the single greatest game played each year, without a doubt. Yeah. 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 So that's the proper that's answer. Right. That's right. Uh, is there any coach in the country that is more kickable in the throat than the backwoods hillbilly Jimpo? I think not. I pray they go 0-12. Landon House. Man, Landon, very violent. When you were in that 10-hour fight in your front yard, did you kick him in the throat at any point? Um, I don't remember much about that fight except the excruciating pain I was in when I was taking numerous shots to my face directly across my nose at one point. I know a but lot you, happened in that fight. Did you stay on fight. your feet, or did you ever go down? No, we went down. Yeah, like we tackled each other to the ground a lot, and that's what I'm saying. I was pinned to the ground at one point, taking fists bam, to the face. Bam. Yeah, just repeated. So I don't but remember you, a lot. But you of got it. up. I got up. Started playing basketball so, with a broke nose, and I'm not condoning anyone get kicked in the throat. Is that what he said? <laughs> kicked in the throat. Yes. But the basis of the question is, what SEC football coach, when you look at their face, makes you the angriest? Right? Is that what he's saying? Um. He just says, is there any coach in the country, it doesn't even matter the conference, that has a more kickable throat than Jimbo? (laughs) Let's just keep it to the SEC. I mean, he probably wins, right? Um, I mean, I know you'd go after Hypo. Yeah, Hypo, and plus I wouldn't have to worry about uh, hurting my foot because it'd be a pretty cushioned kick right there. Oh, um, gosh. You can say that, but I can't say.
right. Let's oh, take a sorry. Break. I apologize way back to the first time I said that. Eight forty-seven. Chris Plank, did he get in or not? We'll find out next. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. Call 405-943-9800 or visit rkblack.com. It is time for The Crossover with Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. Brought to you by Orthostat. Injuries aren't convenient, but Orthostat is. Orthostat, convenient orthopedic care. Seven days a week, no appointment needed. Now, with the crossover, here's Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. Final segment on a Thursday. I'd like to open this segment by offering a universal apology. Everybody gets their money back for today's show. It started when TJ thought it was Wednesday when the show began, and it went <laughs> downhill from there. We welcome in now, maybe, Chris Plank. From uh, Life Church, I believe. Good morning, parking Plank. Lot. Life parking Church parking lot, lot Toby. Yeah. Still not in, I, huh? I, and still not. I, there was a car. I've never been here before because last year, uh, I, last year was when my I went up to West Point to see my son, and so uh, it, there was a car, and I got real excited because there was a car in the parking lot, and the door was locked. So these these. Um, the people that are working on the yard here have got to think I'm a crazy person because I have this problem. I, I have a question for you as far. Well, real quick, how did Chloe do yesterday? Good day? Not her best. Had some good shots. Had fun. One, one the, uh, was the champion of the girls. Was the, oh. uh, she, she won the girls division. Holy smokes, man. For yeah. a beginner? Let's yeah, freaking a, go. Additional detail was the only girl. That was there. Ah, okay. Well, Chris, we have Chris. We have a contact calling someone in the church that hopefully will be letting you in soon. So, oh, thank you. Well, tell him I'm just driving around looking like a crazy person. <laughs> All right. Um, question number two, and this is very important, Toby. Mm-hmm. When you're at an event that you're emceeing, and you're one of the first people there, do you take the best parking spot available, or do you realize that ah, there's going to be more people coming? I better make sure that I give them a better parking spot. I'm in the phase of life right now. You're not going to like this answer where I'm parking as far away as possible. Okay. Oh, the walk. Okay. Yeah. I'm fine with I that. Want as many steps, Even with but I'm not carrying equipment. Right. So You've if I'm carrying equipment, equipment unload, yeah. I'm taking the best spot available. Okay. All right. Yeah. Then. Well, good news is another car has shown up. So there's at least going to be two hey, of us that are trying to get in. I got a question Seriously. for you. Go ahead. Uh, black pants today. Are these jeans, pants, or joggers? Uh, I am not in the same uh, great shape that you are where I feel comfortable sporting jeans right now. Uh, I'm kind of working. This begins the week of working off my uh, summer of fun. You're so in I much have, better uh, shape nice than me, but go ahead. Nice pair of black pants. Let me pants. see here. My shirt's hanging in the back there. It didn't really get ironed, but I figured it'd get hot enough out that it would... It'd be fine. So yeah, just uh, and just I got you. Like it's hot enough in the car; the wrinkles come right out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the wrinkles come right out of it. I don't even have to iron it. Right, and pants. then I, I think I'm really proud of my shoes today, Toby. I think you'll be impressed. Oh. They're, Are they, they were Jordans. Uh, they're not Jordans, but they're Nikes, and they were a gift from softball. So oh, nice. Uh, yeah, there, there was a time this year where somehow they. they they were kind enough to maybe have an extra pair, and I got hooked up. And I think, T-Row, I 
think they're the coolest shoes I've ever had in my life. So we'll <laughs> we'll see. They're not they're not the Jordan level. They're not the Josie Jordan level, but they're pretty cool. I can't wait to see them. I'm really building this up. This is like all the podcasts that I build up only to be an absolute letdown for you. Sorry. <laughs> not true at all. Not true at all. Uh, you all were, right. Well, what's on your mind today, man? Well, I just want to know, Have I mean, are we ready to roll? Do we have a script? I mean, is this going to be you no. and I flying by the seat of our pants? Seat of our pants. That's exactly what yeah, it is. Let's, yep. These are yep. my kind of days, all right? Let's go. Whatever. It's just you guys go out there and do what you want. There's a certain sense of we trust you. So I'm uh, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Now everybody there's disappointed that Clark Stroud's not there anyway. So there's nothing we can do but well, disappoint I, everyone. It, it was interesting because I'd only got a minute left, but like you and I did this event, and I kind of thought, all right, this is going to be the thing. I like doing this. And then Clark took over, and then we had a virtual one year because of, of the COVID nineteen. And That's then right. that following year was whenever uh, Thad came up. So I'm glad we got the band back together today. I think it's going to be a great day. We're going to learn a lot, uh, even though, even though you know, sometimes the coach is still very, very good about dodging the tough questions like when's Jackson Arnold going to start. So it'll be a fun <laughs> day, and I think we'll is learn a lot. Is that what you're leading with? You're leading with for, that one yeah, for Levy today? Go, hey, it's Jeff Levy. I love Jeff. Great offensive coordinator. Coach, game one for Jackson Arnold? No, I'm, totally, I'm totally kidding, <laughs> Coach, if you're listening. Totally joking. But, yeah, it's going to be a fun day, man. I'm pumped to be here. I'm pumped to be a part of it. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, hopefully we'll see many of you out there in the listening audience today at the uh, coaches' luncheon. It'll be a good time. At the very least, we will have some good stories for you on the show tomorrow morning. All right, well, Chris, good luck on gaining entry. And I, I feel see good. I just saw a dude in... walk in a door that I didn't even know was there, so I think we're off to a good start. Good. I'll see you here in a couple hours. All right, later, buddy. See you, man. That's Chris Plank. Stick around. Plank Show coming up next. Big thanks to Andrew Monaco, voice of the Texas A&M Aggies, for joining us today. You find folks for listening as well. We'll do it again tomorrow. Have a great Thursday or Wednesday today, everybody.